The Merry Beggars presents... All aboard! On the Night Train. Episode 3, Stowaways. Night train leaves Chicago ahead of schedule despite the wreckage of its engine. Is this a bad omen or a testimony to the fortitude of the Pullman Company? Read all about it in tomorrow's morning edition. Uh, Move along, would you? Come on, move along. The train's gone. We have other work to do now. Uh, Mr. Burton. Give us a quote for tomorrow's morning edition, will you? We want to scoop for Chicago's depot station master. My quote? You can quote this. Newspaper men are all hounds and should get respectable jobs. Now get along with you. Mr. Burton! Mr. Burton! Well, Mrs. Mallard, what are you doing here? It's nearly 11 o'clock at night. Mr. Burton, have you seen Edith and Paul? They've gone missing. You remember Edith, my daughter? About this tall and reddish hair. And Paul is about Oh, yes, yes, I know him. Will would never let me forget him. But gone missing? What do you you mean? Yes, gone missing. Mr. Pullman banned them from the night train after the explosion, and they went missing sometime after. Have you seen them? I've been everywhere. Their grandmother's house, the school, the church. I don't know where else to look. Mrs. Mallard, I'm so sorry. Well, let me think. Edith and Paul. I haven't heard anything about either of them. Please. Please help me, Mr. Burton. Yes, yes, I'll do my best to help you as soon as the postal train leaves. Thank you. Uh, But you haven't heard anything. No, no. We've all been busy with seeing the night train off, managing the crowds. I haven't heard it. Wait a minute. Wait, were they together, Edith and... And 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 Paul. Yes, were, were Edith and Paul together? Yes, yes. Why? Well, there weren't any children here on the platform, just adults and press people and whatnot. I would have heard about children from the crew. Yes. But I do remember, I'm not certain, mind you, but as we were connecting the new engine, I do remember seeing two children running along the platform. Two? Was it? Do you think Well, I can't be certain, mind you, but, well, they did the strangest thing. They leapt into the pillow cart outside the luggage car. I didn't think any more of it. I figured the porters would find them and throw them out. Then? Then where are they? Where would they go? They'd be put off the train and onto the platform. I didn't see that happen, but surely... But they, they haven't been have... seen. If, if they'd done that, they would have come straight back to me. Well, I don't know what to say, Mrs. Mallard. If they were found, they would have been put on the platform. And if they weren't found? What if... Oh, God have mercy. Where does the pillow cart go? Well, the pillow cart goes in the luggage car, same as all other linens. But... The night train! That... They must be on the night train! Well, now, Mrs. Mallard, I'm sure that you're worried Mr. Now, Burton... I have been to my parents, our church, the school, and home. Where else might a 12 and 10-year-old run to? You may be right, Mrs. Mallard. I'm sorry now that I didn't check the cart. I didn't think. I was preoccupied by the new engine and the boiler That you didn't think to check if children were stowing away aboard the train? How could you- Mrs. Mallard, there's something I need to tell you. I was going to keep it to myself, but now that it seems clear that your husband as well as your children are aboard the night train, I- I think I should tell you. What? What is it? I don't think the boiler explosion was accidental. What do you mean? 
That boiler was thoroughly inspected and tested at 4 p.m. We went over every inch of that machine. There was no reason for it to overheat and explode like it did, no matter what Pullman says. There were no flaws in the material. No, someone damaged it between 4 o'clock when it was last inspected and 6 when it exploded. I don't see any other conclusion. With the race between Wagner and Pullman and the stakes so high, someone wants to... To sabotage the night train? Yes. My whole family is in danger. Mr. Burton, what are you doing about it? Uh, what can you do? Did, did you tell George Pullman? Mr. Pullman has requested there be no formal investigation into the matter until the night train has reached Sacramento. I'm a station master here in Chicago. That's as far as my authority reaches. Without proof, I can't do anything. Because Pullman wants to win. He doesn't want the delay. So it won't be investigated until... until it's too late. Whoever did this won't stop at- That damage in the boiler. No. If someone has it out for the night train, then everyone on board that train is in danger. My family is on that train. But what happens if this person, if they try again? I don't like to think of that, Louise. You shouldn't either. Well, someone needs to do something. Bell train to Omaha leaves in five minutes. <laughs> Yes, I do. Captain Walker, where in the world did you come from? When you come here, yeah, buddy, when you come here. Paul, is Mr. Pullman gone yet? Edith, Edith, don't fall back asleep, Edith. Paul, can we get out yet? Paul? Paul! What, Edith? Wait a second. What's that rumbling? Where are we? Paul! We're on the night train! Oh no! We fell asleep and now we're on the night train! Oh no! We're... We're... Stowaways! We're on the night train? Shh! Keep still. There's someone in this car. We can't let him discover us. I hear him singing. Who is he? I don't know, but he might... I think he's gone. It's cold here. And the pillows make me sneeze. I'm getting out of the pillow cart. We fell asleep in the pillow cart. Pullman wouldn't go away, and we both fell asleep. Help me up, Paul. Come on, Edith. I'll help you get out. Wow! Look at this car! We must be in the luggage car. Look at all the bags! It's dark and shadowy here, and cold too. There are two windows at the back of the car, and it's not that cold. Let's take a look around. If Mr. Pullman finds out we're here, Dad, Dad's gonna lose his job. Paul, what do we do? You said it, Edie. We're stowaways, like the five phantoms in Moby Dick, remember? the book Mama read aloud to us in the summer? I remember. And I don't want to be a stowaway. I still got my ticket. I got it, right here. I'm going to our roomette. They have to let me in with my ticket. Edith, I don't think it matters that we have tickets anymore. What do you mean? George Pullman said that we were banned from the night train. 
We'll be in big trouble if anyone finds out that we're here. If Mr. Pullman told the crew that we were banned from the night train, we'll be on a blacklist, like they do with outlaws and bandits in stories. They'll report us, and Dad will definitely lose his job. Why can't we just go to Dad? Because we're at the back of the train, and he's at the front. There's no way we can see him without letting everyone know we're his kids. And then Pullman would fire Dad. We could tell Sam we're here. He'd help us. Sam? The conductor. He'll help us. He gave me his watch, after all, remember? And he gave us a tour. He'll be our friend, I think. I don't like this one bit. Oh, don't start crying, Edith. Paul, we're on the night train all by ourselves, and we're not supposed to be here. And we don't have anyone to help us. And we're going to ruin the most important opportunity Dad has ever had. I think I'm allowed to cry. Sorry, Edith. <laughs> Edith, it's okay. Come on, Edith. I need you. I need you to calm down so we can figure out a plan. That's better. Hiccups are better. Come on now, we have to think of a plan. He's back! Get back in the pillow cart! Somebody in here! Paul! Hey, what was that? Harold, you must be hearing things. I don't know, no, buddy, buddy, I don't know. Where in the world did you come from? Mm -hmm. No, no, buddy, buddy, I don't know. <coughs> What is going on? Now I hear you. He's taking the pillows out of the cart. Shush, don't move. Whoever's hiding in here, you'd better get out now. Now! Hi. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. My dad runs this train, but we didn't mean to be on the train, but we are on the train, and we're very, very hungry, and the feathers and the pillows are making us sneeze. Edith Mallard? What, what are you doing here? Nothing! Go away! You never saw us! It's just us. Please don't be angry. We're Edith and Paul, and we're stowaways. But, but we have tickets. I promise. We didn't mean to do anything wrong. Why are you stowaways? Why aren't you with your mother? Because we're hiding from Pullman. <laughs> and it sounds like your brother's hiding in there, too. Come on, Paul. There's no use in hiding anymore. Oh, fine, Edith. We could have stayed hidden if not for Good you. Good Lord, save me. The both of you. I'm sorry, but, but we do. We do have tickets. Look! All right, stowaways. Get on up out of my pillows. Come on now, Edith and Paul. I'll help you. Imagine that. Two stowaways on the night train. Of all trains, why'd you have to choose this one? And the pillow cart. We'd like to go to our roommates and get out of the pillow cart, except we can't because we can't be found out or our dad will you get in trouble. Tell anyone. Mr. Pullman said there would be consequences. Paul's right. We had to hide from Mr. Pullman so that our dad wouldn't get fired. Why does George Pullman want you off the train? What did you do? We didn't do anything. He said we were distracting and... and... 
un unnecessary. No monastery benefit or something. A lot of big words. He blamed us for the engine explosion. He said that dad couldn't be daddy and manager of this train, which is ridiculous. I just know that Pullman made daddy serious and mama angry. That doesn't sound like a good combination. It's a scary combination. We were on the platform just before the engine exploded. And one of the porters helped us and Mr. Pullman... Wait! You're the man who saved us! Yes, Edith. I'm the one who ran you off the platform. Lucky thing, too. It was dangerous for you both. If not for you, I would have gone straight to the engine. But you didn't, Edith. All's well that ends well. I'm glad you're safe. The both of you. Even if you are now aboard the night train. Now tell me. After that explosion, Mr. Pullman told your dad and mom that you couldn't be on the train because your daddy and I were paying too much attention to you and not to the passengers? Is that right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, that sounds like Pullman. What's your name? I'm Harold Milton. Can we introduce ourselves again? I would like to meet you properly, not from a pillow cart. Sure. Edith, what is wrong with My you? My name is Mary Edith Bridget Mallard, and I'm 12. Going on 13. I'm very pleased to meet you. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. My name is Harold Milton. Why do you always introduce yourself with your whole name, Edith? She's just Edith, and I'm just Paul. I'm 10. Pleased to meet you as well, Paul. I don't mind at all. You have a very beautiful name, Edith. I think so. I like saying it, so I use it whenever I can. It's confusing. <laughs> it's all right, Paul. I'm not confused. And what is your full name? I only got a middle name because I'm not confirmed yet. I'm Paul Emerson Mallard because Ralph Waldo Emerson is my mama's favorite poet. I'm just glad she didn't name me Waldo. <laughs> well, that is a very strong name, young man. And what name will you choose when you are confirmed? Probably Sebastian. He got shot with lots of arrows and survived. What's your full name, Mr. Harold? My middle name is Thomas, after my father. So that makes me Harold Thomas Milton. That's a good name. Thank you for not being very angry with us, Mr. Harold Thomas Milton. Oh, I'm not angry, Edith. But I am very confused. Why don't you come sit with me and explain how two well-behaved children like yourselves turned into stowaways? Yes, sir. Is that your bed? Do you sleep here? In the luggage car? Yes, I do. You're a porter, right? Yes, I am. Dad says that's a very, very important job. What do you do? Well, I take care of the passengers in the train. Whatever they might need, I'm here to take care of them. What does that mean? Well, I help with their bags, I shine shoes, make beds, keep everything clean, and do anything else in the sleepers that might need to be done. You like it? I'm grateful for my position, yes. It's not what I dreamed of doing, but it's better than most. But wait, I have some questions for you, my stowaways, before you continue interrogating me. First of all, how did you two get in here? We were pushed on. In the pillow car? Yes. After Daddy told us we were banned from the night train, we went back out on the platform to find Sam. He gave me a watch so I could learn to be a conductor. I had to give it back to him. We saw Sam near the luggage car. As we got close, we heard people talking in the sleeper. We heard George Pullman and... Just what I was saying. We heard George Pullman, so we had to hide so he wouldn't see us and get angry. 
Edith and I had to jump into the pillow cart and hide from him, otherwise Dad would get fired. But Mr. Pullman sat down next to the pillow cart and just kept talking and talking. We couldn't leave or do anything. It was late and we fell asleep. When we finally woke up, we were here, on the night train. Someone must have pushed the pillow cart on board. We really didn't mean to sneak aboard. We're sorry if it causes you any trouble, Mr. Milton. I accept your apology, Edith. Don't worry. We'll figure this one out together. We all have tickets for our roomette on the second sleeper. Can't we just stay in our roomette? I have my ticket right here. Look. I see. I'm sorry, Edith, but Maddie and George Crocker are in that roomette right now. But Mama... They took your spots. Mr. Pullman gave your room away to the Crockers, so your tickets aren't valid anymore. When you were missing, your mother searched up and down the station and the platform over and over again. Last I saw of her, she was heading home to see if you'd gone on up ahead. Oh. Oh, no! Oh. Oh, Mama must be so worried. We have to go back. It's too late for that now, Paul. We're 200 miles away from Chicago, passing on through Iowa City now. Iowa? Oh, my. What do we do? I'm not sure. We have to do something. Now, look. Our next stop isn't until Omaha. We should get there around the evening of January 2nd, and we'll have a long stop for party and tours and museum visits for the passengers. But can't we send Mama a telegram now? Or a letter? A moving train is a pretty isolated world, Edith. When it's moving, you can't send or receive messages. So we do get to stay on the night train for two whole days? Once we get to Omaha, I'll send a telegram to your mother letting her know where you are, and then we'll put you on a train back to Chicago. All by ourselves? You'll be in good hands. I know the porters who go between Nebraska and Illinois. They'll take good care of you. What's the plan until we get to Omaha? Well, I'd like to bring you to your daddy, but that might make for more harm than good. If he knows, then Pullman can blame him for you two being on board. For the time being, it'll be better if he doesn't know. That way he can't be blamed. Dad's been good to me. I owe him a favor, too. We don't want Dad getting in trouble. Best to keep it a secret for now. You two just have to arrive in Omaha without getting caught. Can we stay here? In the luggage car? Yes. I think so. No one comes back here besides me. It's almost nine o'clock by my watch. I have to go back to the sleeper. You two stay here. Keep quiet and don't do anything dangerous. I'd like to return you to your parents in one piece. What are you doing in the sleeper car? Can I help? I need to make up the beds while my passengers are at breakfast. I'd love to help, but you're stowaways, remember? Can't have anyone seeing you now, can we? Oh, right. We'll stay here, Mr. Milton. I'll be back soon. Paul, we made a big mistake. Why didn't you tell me it was a bad idea, Edie? I listened to you. What's the point of having a big sister if they don't tell you when you have a bad idea? You didn't ask me. You jumped into the pillow cart and I couldn't you do anything. You could have said something or jumped out of the cart. You're the one who came up with the idea. I, I, I did. I'm sorry. We didn't mean to do anything wrong. We didn't think. Mama is always telling us we have to think things through. But we had to do something on the spot. We'll think things through next time. Next time there's a pillow cart. I feel so awful. I think I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Come on, Edith. We'll be back with Mama in no time. But for now, we're on the night train until Omaha. A real train. After all this time. 
This is even better than my roller coaster. Wow! Look at this! Or not. Actually, don't come look at this. I think I broke it. How long do you think it takes to walk 200 miles? That's absurd, Edith. I'm not walking back to Chicago. Oops. Just think about Mama, Paul. I... I... My heart is all broken apart. Mama is smart. She'll guess we're stowaways. She'll figure it out. But if Mom comes on board, then Dad will lose his job too. Mr. Pullman banned all of us from the night train. She'll figure it out, Edith. Are you sure? She's Mom. She always knows what to do. Last call for the mail train. What train is this, sir? Are you going to Omaha? This is the mail train. It's headed overnight to Omaha. Can I come? Is it too late to get a ticket? This is the mail train, ma'am. We don't sell tickets. Now, why didn't you get on the night train? No passengers on the mail train. It's important, and I won't be a nuisance. Wait for the next train, ma'am. I think there's one going to Omaha a couple of days from now. I don't now. have time to wait. My family needs me. I need to get to Omaha. I can't help you. I don't take passengers. Jack, you have room to take a passenger. Would you do this lady a favor? She'll pay for her trip. I'm a busy man, Burton. I ain't taking on passengers. I don't have the time to pamper and look after them. All I want is a way to Omaha as fast as possible, sir. I I won't impede your work. You're impeding my work right now. Jack, just take the lady to Omaha. Why are you standing up for this lady anyhow? She's my friend. Now, would you take her to Omaha? You owe me, remember? Ah, uh, I'll do it for you, Burton. But she'd better pay for her ride and not cause me any trouble. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, here's my money. Just let me get my trunk. It's right inside the station. Oh, what's your name? Uh, for the receipt. My name? Uh, my name is... Uh, my name... My name is Miss Mary Diamond. Mary Diamond. I hope Harold doesn't tell Mr. Pullman. He won't. How can you be so certain, Paul? He looked me in the eyes. Dad said you can trust a man if they look you in the eye. Wow, look at this, Edie. You can see the train track running away from the train out the back window. I guess there's nothing else we can do. In that case, I'm taking off my boots. This is home now. Edith, come over here. Look out this window. What are you doing? It's so beautiful. It's so, so exhilarating. Exhilarating, that's a big word. The world is always prettiest right after sunrise. All dewy and magic and misty. Happy 1880, Paul. Happy 1880, Edith. You're still my favorite big sister, you know. I'm your only big sister. I don't think I've ever gone this fast before. Listen to the train. We're on the Transcontinental Railroad, Edith. I wish Mama was here with us. I do too. She would love to watch the countryside blow by the window. It's gonna work out fine, Edith. Stop worrying and explore with me. Where should we explore first? How can we explore? We're stowaways. We have to keep out of sight. 
Harold will help us. So long as nobody recognizes us, nothing bad will happen. What if someone does recognize us? Well, who knows us on the train? Only Harold. And Rosie. And Sam. And Maddie Crocker. Paul, someone's here. Someone's coming in. Get back in the pillow cart, now! I'm going to sneeze again. No, no sneezing. Edith, Paul, where are you? I need some help, my hands are full. Oh, thank goodness it's you, Mr. Milton. We thought somebody was going to discover us. Come on, you two. Breakfast, courtesy of Rosie. You told her? You said we had to keep ourselves secret. Don't worry, Paul. Rosie will keep your secret, trust me. How can you be sure? If she tells on us, then- I know what's at stake. Edith, trust me. Rosie is on your side. You can trust her, and me. Okay. Why did you have to tell her? Well, how else am I gonna feed you? She's the only one with the kitchen on this train. Would you like to return to your parents as skeletons? Skeletons? <laughs> That'd be funny. It's not that I don't like Rosie, and I'm glad she knows because I really want to be her friend. I just, I'm just so scared. We'll take care of you, I promise. Okay. Rosie is my sister-in-law, actually. You're married? Do you have children, Mr. Milton? Yes, I do. I have three little daughters. What are your daughters' names? And how old are they? Well, Margaret is five, going to be six in February. Leah is three, but she's turning four January 15th. And Lillian is the baby. She just turned two. Rosie is Lillian's godmother, as well as her aunt. Those are beautiful names. Come along now, eat some breakfast. I'm starving. Do you like orange juice? That's my favorite drink of all time. Thank you, Harold. And we have cranberry orange muffins. Rosa sent some bacon to go along with it. That's my favorite. Well, then there you go. One for you and one for you. And napkins all around. You need to keep your bellies full so you can have enough fuel for this adventure. Thank you, Harold. Wow, we got an adventure, just like in the stories. Paul, we haven't said grace yet. Oh. Right. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless, bless us, our Lord, Lord and these thy gifts which you are about to receive through thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. Mr. Milton. You can call me Harold, Edith. Are you sure? You're a grown-up. And we're supposed to call grown-ups Mr. or Mrs. or Miss. Mama told me so. You're a very polite young lady, Edith. But please, call me Harold. I'll be your big brother until we get you to the next station. I always wanted a big brother. Is that so? I have an older brother myself. I only have Edith. I've been praying really hard for a little brother, but he hasn't come yet. I see. Have you two ever been away from home before? Not really. Someday we're going to Virginia to visit Mama's family. Mm. Going away from home for the first time can be pretty overwhelming. But the night train is a wonderful place to be. And you'll be home again before you know it. It's such a huge adventure. Where is home for you? My home is in Chicago now, but my family still lives down in Arkansas, where I'm from. I've never been there. What is it like? Well, it's hot most of the year, and it has a lot of cotton plantations and farms. I spent most of my time trying to get off work so I could go and swim in the river. I've never been swimming. Mama said we could swim once we got to California, but I don't know how. Well, then I'll have to teach you how to swim. Oh, thank you. I want to learn. 
I can learn fast. I bet you can. When did you first go away from Arkansas? Well, that was quite a few years ago. Ten years or more. It was for the railroad. I knew I didn't want to spend my life in Arkansas. Being a porter, I became a gentleman. And I'm able to travel to new places like Sacramento and always keep learning. I want to be a conductor on the railroad, like Sam is. He gave me a watch so I could practice. He did? Well, look at that. He loaned it to you, Paul. He didn't give it to you. Same thing. How did you know you wanted to be a porter, Harold? Well, I met some porters and I liked them. I felt I belonged amongst them. Most of the Pullman porters are men from the South like me. There are Pullman clubs for porters in New York, Chicago, Boston, Sacramento, Omaha too. What's a Pullman club? Oh, it's a place where porters can gather together, sing music, play cards, all between train times. Porters aren't allowed in at most clubs, so they made their own space. A better space, if you ask me. That sounds perfect. I'm glad you have those clubs. Otherwise, it must be lonely to keep going from city to city and not know anybody. It can be, Edith. I've been a porter for a while now, so I have a good amount of friends along my roots. Where there aren't any clubs, there are usually a few good folks who will welcome a porter and feed him a hot meal. You must be happy to work on Pullman, since they have a dining car and everything. I'm grateful to work on this Pullman, Edith. Your father is different from most managers. How? Well, the night train is the only train that lets its crew eat from the Pullman kitchen. Why? That doesn't make any sense at all. Will takes on more cargo than any other train so that he can feed his crew hot meals. Canned sardines are the usual fare for porters, unless we stop at a station and can get to a friend's house for supper. I'm glad Dad takes the extra cargo. That's what everyone should do. <laughs> I think you're right, Paul. I think you're right. There are a few good men in every generation. Just a few. And your dad is one of them. Harold, I need you to Sam, look over Sam! Sam, what are you doing back here? Paul Mallard? Edith? What are you two doing here? We didn't mean to do anything wrong. Mr. Pullman told us not to come, but we, we, we hid inside the Mr. Pillar. Milton, these children aren't supposed to be on the train. It's against Pullman's express orders. How on there earth- There isn't any you shouting about it. I didn't bring them straight to Mr. Mallard because I didn't so want them- So you're responsible for this, Harold. Uh, Mr. Lewis, if you just I'm let telegramming me... Mr. Pullman at the next stop. The very next stop. And I'll tell Mr. Mallard There's they... no need to do that, Sam. They'll be getting off we the train- We can't have children on the night train, Harold, let alone stowaways. They didn't mean to sneak on board the train. It's not their fault. Not their Mr. fault. Mr. Pullman didn't let them- They expressly disobeyed Mr. Pullman's orders. And, and why are you defending them, Harold? Whose side are you on? I didn't know there were sides, Mr. Lewis. They're children. They fell asleep in the pillow cart and woke up to find themselves on board the train. Oh, a likely story. I'll bet you snuck them on board to get points with Mr. Melton. I'll bet that's exactly what you did. Now hold on just a moment there, Mr. Lewis. Weren't you the one who took aboard the laundry cart? The cart with all the pillow? What of it? What does that have to do with these children? I almost forgot the pillow cart in my haste, but you remembered. So what if I brought the pillows aboard? I doubt Mr. Pullman would be very happy if he finds out that you're the one who brought the children on board. I didn't bring them aboard. Stop being preposterous. You brought the pillow cart aboard, did you not? And? Well, Edith and Paul were asleep inside that there pillow cart. Did you inspect the cart before you loaded it on board? I trust you know that the Pullman rulebook stipulates- I know what stipulates. the Pullman rulebook stipulates. I'm not the only one who saw you load that pillow cart, you know. 
and I doubt that Mr. Pullman would be very happy to know that you neglected his rules and didn't look inside the cart. Just keep them hidden then, Harold. If Pullman or Mr. Mallard finds out, they would... Well, I don't like to think of what Pullman would do. And they'd blame me, you understand? Pullman would blame me and I'd be off the train in five minutes. I'd like to send them back home to Chicago Fine. and Omaha. Fine. It doesn't matter. With a friend of mine. Another porter? Great. Wonderful. Just... just keep them hidden. If Mr. Pullman finds out they are here, if anyone else discovers who these children are, I'll be blamed for everything. Will Mallard's railroad career would be finished, and your career along with it. You understand? He's going to lose his job? You two are a threat to the safety of the train. You're stowaways. If George Pullman finds out you're on this train against his express orders, your father will lose his position and his reputation. And that will be the least of it. Do you understand? But Mama... Mama is still looking for us, and I, I don't like secrets. If your father, if Mr. Mallard finds out he'd stop at the next station just to send you two back home, then word would get out and I'd be blamed, kicked off the train, and sent packing in a matter of hours. You stay hidden. Do you understand me? Yes, but I... Do you understand me? What happened? Hold on! Get on the bed! Get away from them boxes before everything starts falling! Another Was there another train? Did we collide with another train? Like the accident you told us about? Is everything okay, Harold? What was that? I guess that it was an avalanche. Wow. It's January. On this line, avalanches are rare, but they do happen. Will this delay us again? Like the engine blowing up? I hope not. Time is of the essence. The Midnight Express is hot on our heels. Our lead won't last for long. W what do we do? What does an avalanche even look like? I don't know. I don't know! Harold, you're taking care of these children, aren't you? I have to go to the engine room. Stay secret, you two. Don't let anyone see you. The train stopping. That wasn't supposed to happen, right? No, Paul. Stay here, kids. I'm gonna go on up ahead to see if I can help. Y'all stay put. You'll be safe here. Uh, okay, Mr. Milton. It's Harold, Edith. Okay, Harold. Thanks for keeping us safe. Least I could do. Now y'all stay put. I'll be back in a jiffy. Wow. Look at all that snow. Everything is happening too fast for me. Edith? Yes? I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know what's gonna happen next. But I think we're in the middle of a big, big adventure. 